Welcome into the Siouxland Sports Insider College Podcast, and this is our bowl game edition presented by Marto Brewing. Check out Marto Brewing down there on 4th Street. Uh, ask about their New Year's Eve surf and turf special, and go down, do me a favor, and try one of their Bavarian pretzels. I hear they're outstanding. Uh, amazing craft beers, burgers, wood-fired pizza, appetizers, and more down there. Thanks to Eric Martin and the crew down there for their sponsorship of our uh, bull show here, Mitch. And finally, uh, it's game week. We've been waiting a while for this to get here, and we're on the eve of Iowa State and Clemson, uh, set to kick off in the Cheez-It Bowl, and you ready You ready for kickoff? Uh, I'm, I'm excited. I think, you know, we are ready – when the season started, um, you know, we were both Iowa and Iowa State fans knew um, it would, wouldn't be if they got to a bowl game, it would be what bowl game they got to. You know, I'm sure that both teams would want to be playing in a little bit different bowl. Um, mm-hmm. Iowa State obviously wanted to play in a New Year's Six. Iowa wanted to play in a different New Year's Six bowl. They want to be playing. Obviously, everyone wants to play for the national championship. But respectfully, um, both teams make a bowl game where they're going to be able to showcase their talents against good formidable matchups Iowa State obviously taking on Clemson you know for any any team to have a down year to end up playing Iowa State I'm glad it's Clemson with yeah. the, with the mm-hmm. um you know just kind of the overall presence they've had you know they've won a couple national championships with Trevor Lawrence now they don't have him but you still have an excellent coach with Sweeney so it's it's going to be uh, interesting they just had their like media kids day today yep um and Campbell and Sweeney were taught uh, you know cutting it up they went on some rides together I saw so mm-hmm. you know a lot of mutual respects between both coaches I know a couple of years ago Clemson actually sent some defensive coordinators and actually I think Sweeney might have came up to Ames I remember himself, reading that Correct. um to kind of study Haycock system so both of a lot I mean they, they know about each other a lot mm-hmm. um haven't faced each other um in a very long time and uh but both coaches have mutual respects for each other. They understand that the, both programs are trending in a direction where they want to be going, and it's going to be end up being a good game. So Iowa State, it's a, it's a familiar territory. You were here two years ago against a team that a lot of people thought you didn't match up well against, me and myself included, in a team like Notre Dame. And Notre Dame came in and absolutely throttled you. Mm-hmm. And it's got to – you have to play this game so much different. I think this team is – is more mature, it's more balanced, it's the depth and everything is, is there more this year than it was against Notre Dame. And I just want a good showing against a formidable opponent with out of the ACC, probably the best team in the ACC in the last 10, 15 years. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's going to really come down to, to execution, and that's just that's what the season for Iowa State has been all year. You have the pieces there, you have the talent there, everything is there. You have the fan base behind you, now you just got to go out and execute. We understand that some people aren't playing in the bowl games, but right. guess what? On the other line in Clemson, some guys aren't playing on their line too. Yeah. Um, it does hurt that Brees Hall is out. You know, obviously one of the nation's best running backs. For him not to play, it, it's a definite damper on the offense. But now is the the resurgence of Drill Brock. You know, I think uh, you're going to see a little bit even more Deion Salas, maybe some Eli Sanders come in, the the two uh, talented freshmen that, that are in Iowa State's backfield. But this is going to be a game where I, th- I don't think Iowa State goes away from their identity. I don't think Matt Campbell is like, all right, now that you know, we don't have um, Brees Hall in the backfield, we're just going to throw the ball yeah. every, every single down. You have a good offensive line that you've mm-hmm. you know, ran through most of this, uh, this year. You have a healthy team. You have some of the best tight ends in college football that know how to like, understand their blocking assignments. 
This offense is made to have a running back. Um, and I think that, you know, coming out of um, – you know, a lot of people that aren't Iowa State fans don't know this. Coming out of high school, Drill was actually the favored to be the starter for Iowa State. He was the higher recruit – or higher talented, um, higher recruited kind of guy. And they just went in and put their head down and Brees stuck his nose out a little bit farther than uh, Jareel was and mm-hmm. was able to get the starting job. So it's really not a, a huge drop-off if you see it in some other programs. I'm really excited to see what Brock is able to bring um, to the uh, to the table and then going from one Brock to the other Brock. And that's mm-hmm. Brock Purdy playing his last game in an Iowa State yeah. uniform. It's going to be uh, <clears throat> it's gonna be a challenge for, for this offense to get moving. You know, you, you haven't seen – defense a ton in the big 12 you're going to see a really good defense um to start and i know uh you've studied a lot of film on this this clemson team and this iowa state team what's on paper to you sticks out i mean i can i can say anything iowa state side but what to mm-hmm. you sticks out on paper that gives iowa state or clemson the a little bit of the the edge here in the game coming up tomorrow well, I think uh, your observation is good. In my opinion, um, the the big news coming out of the Clemson camp is uh, their defense coordinator, Brent Venables, no longer there now, the head coach at Oklahoma, and their offensive coordinator, coordinator excuse me, Tony Elliott, uh, off to Virginia. So, um, yeah, they're going to be good defensively. Uh, offensively, Clemson has struggled this year. Um, it's been well documented, the struggles that they've had. Um, they've got a receiver out, and they really depend on a freshman running back who's really good um, in Will Shipley. And just announced today they're going to be down a wide receiver. Uh, E.J. Williams will not play. So, um, you know, and you had mentioned uh, the fact about Brees Hall opting out. Um, his decision, personally, I'm excited to see how Jarrell Brock does because I, I followed his recruitment. I know Iowa was in on the chase with him, too. He's an excellent running back. And then you mentioned a couple other kids, too. So uh, this this Iowa State team, uh, these, these particular seniors that are playing and going out together as a class have really done a lot um, for the football program. And I look for Iowa State to be focused and – um, I, I like Iowa State in this spot, not for the reasons I mentioned, but just because they've really built the program. They've provided stability in the program. Uh, and Coach Matt Campbell, he's recruiting at another level now a lot because these kids have been successful in the positions they've played um, at Iowa State under him and his staff. So, you know, you mentioned the tight ends for Iowa State. I actually think they, you know, they just need to get a little bit of a running game going uh, because Clemson really doesn't pose much of a threat in the downfield pass game. So I think this will be a white knuckler. It's going to go four quarters, um, but I do like uh, Iowa State uh, in their chances in this game. Yeah, and not only the game is is big for the seniors, but obviously it's bigger for your underclassmen that are really going to develop their nice game springboard too. for next fall. But yeah. it's also for this coaching staff. You mm-hmm. put another quality resume win against a good ACC team that has been upper echelon of college football. It's, the past it's 10 Clemson. Years. That is to, that know. is literally like when you hand out your your flyer or anything, mm-hmm. it's got that cheese at bowl victory over Clemson on it. Yeah. You know, I mean, not a lot of people yeah. have beaten Clemson. This year is a, is kind of a weird year that Clemson mm-hmm. has a little bit of a down year, but. In the last 
10 years, there's been a handful of teams that have like actually gone and beat Clemson and to do it on yeah. one of the higher stages in college football. It's a huge thing for this mm-hmm. Iowa state program. Mm-hmm. If they're able to get the win, you still got to, to face up against uh, DJ Ujlele. You know, you talked about Will Shipley, um, James Skalski. I feel like that guy's been there for 30 <laughs> years. He's, he's the Jordan Bohannon uh, for football for Clemson. Yeah, um, just, I mean, he's an insane linebacker, 85 tackles on the season. You know, yeah. he plays with that, that neck plate. He is mm-hmm. your, um, you know, if you want to talk in characters, he's your Bobby Boucher <laughs> linebacker. He's a do it all. He hits like a Mack truck. Yeah. Um, really going to be their key if they want to. Cause he, he, although he's a, he's a bigger linebacker, he's a really good run stopper for them, mm-hmm. but he goes or he flies around the field pretty well. Yeah. He's going to be the key. If Iowa state gets a run game going or doesn't get a run game going it'll all depend on the uh the play of james there but i think it's like you said fourth quarter i'm gonna be watching the game i'm gonna be rocking back and forth on my couch um it should be it's gonna be a highly anticipated game i know there's a lot of iowa state fans and a lot of clemson fans down there already Mm -hmm. um but it should be a good one to watch if you're if you're not uh you know paying attention until new year's time you might want to plop yourself down on the couch and watch the game on on the wednesday it's going to be a really good one, but we have the, the cheese at bowl tomorrow, but we have the Citrus Bowl coming up um, around New Year's time. It'll be a new year, but we're hoping an, a similar outcome for the Hawkeyes. Yeah, yeah, we're looking for the sweep down in Orlando. Obviously, for those of you that uh, have been listening or reading online, obviously Iowa and Iowa State are playing inside the same stadium uh, just on different days. So I'm sure there's a lot of Hawk fans down there and Cyclone fans in passing. Enjoying a few cold ones down there, so that's good. Um, of course, we want both teams to win. Iowa has a challenge. Um, uh, Going to face a Kentucky team that's 9-3. and three. Uh, Quarterback Will Levis is a transfer from Penn State. He had played previously against Iowa and had some decent stats. Um, completely different offensive system here at Kentucky. Um, I did have an opportunity to speak with Tom Leach, who is the voice of the Wildcats, and uh, I'm going to put that information up on the website at SiouxLandSportsInsider.com. That conversation piece uh, will be up tomorrow, uh, meaning Wednesday, um, prior to uh, Iowa State's kickoff, um, Wednesday evening. So um, in visiting with uh, Tom Leach, he talked about the progress of Kentucky learning how to win close games. Um, he said that that's one of Mark Stoops' focuses right now is, you know, he has the athletes now to compete. They have a top 15 recruiting class coming in uh, for 2022, and the pieces are all starting to come together for him there. Recently, um, they extended his contract the end of this past November, so he's signed, sealed, and uh, locked in there. Uh, in Lexington. Um, one thing about Iowa, obviously, Mench, uh, you mentioned the, uh, the opt-out of Brees Hall. Iowa has the same situation with Tyler Goodson at running back. He will not play Saturday and uh, therefore enter the running back by committee. Uh, Ivory Kelly Martin, who's battled injuries, um, is going to get the start at running back and then also rotating in their uh, – Behind uh, the offensive line should be LaShawn Williams and Gavin Williams, who's played quite a bit to this point. But uh, this is a game. Um, Kentucky is very good defensively. Um, both Iowa and Kentucky began the season 6-0. and 
Uh, Iowa lost their next two, and then Kentucky on their end dropped three in a row before finishing the season with three state three straight victories. But a couple of those were tomato cans in there. Um, you've got a New Mexico State outfit in Vanderbilt, who you know they, you don't know if they have a pulse or not. So those are easy wins. Um, but uh, I, I do. You know, I'm a stat guy. You guys that have been listening know this. Mitch knows this. Uh, key game stat is the Hawkeyes are number two in the nation in turnover margin plus 13. They've been in the top 10 all season long, and the bugaboo for uh, Kentucky Wildcats uh, is the turnover. They're number 126 in the nation in turnover margin at minus 13. What what's your thoughts on this contest, Mitch? Well, it's going to be – that's just going to be it. It's going to be a, a defensive game. And I yeah. think if you want to put your chips in a spot, it's going to be an Iowa's defense. It's been that way all year. Mm-hmm. You know, um, this this team has basically relied on the defense to win you games. Yeah. You know, sometimes the offense is, you know, sputtered for, for the most part, but it's shown little mm-hmm. glimpses of being good. You need the offense to be – I wouldn't say great or good, but just need to be able to sustain drives, move the ball down the field, play the field position battle, because you know that defense is going to show up. Um, it's just going to be basically on committee. You're going to have a lot of uh, maturity happen through this game. No no Goodson. That's your, your yeah. bell horse, your guy that, that got you mm-hmm. into different situations. A third and five, you know, you probably thought about maybe we can run it with Goodson, mm-hmm. get a couple yards. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to really open the playbook, I think, for uh, for Ference, and he's going to have to trust in whoever the starter is, uh, Petrus or Padilla, mm-hmm. to to get the ball downfield and to move the ball a little bit more because this Kentucky defense is going to be – it's not a Big Ten defense, but it is going to be a different defense. They like to fly around the field and play good ball. The thing is, is last time these guys were both in the game, and it wasn't called the Citrus Bowl when Iowa played, but they did beat mm-hmm. a very talented LSU team. Um, and then the last time Kentucky was in, they beat a really good Penn State, Penn State team. Yep. Um, both teams won by, like, last-second touchdowns, last-second efforts, so they know mm-hmm. how to win in these games that are close. Um, I think if you were to give the edge to anyone, obviously offensively it would be Kentucky, defensively yeah. it would be Iowa. And, I'm, you know, it's, it's not, it's a, it is a bowl game, not a championship, but they always say defense wins championships. I like Iowa's chances a lot in this game. Especially if they can get, you know, you're gonna slow the pace down. It's what Iowa does every yeah. every game. You're gonna make it kind of an uglier mm-hmm. football game. If Iowa can win the turnover battle, there's no reason they shouldn't be taking that Citrus Bowl trophy home. Yeah, exactly. And um, one of the keys for me is just Iowa sometimes struggles against mobile quarterbacks, and Will Levis is a guy that. He'll run quarterback draw, quarterback counter, and then off that they have a running back, Chris Rodriguez, who has over 1,200 yards on the season. And he's he's a real solid back, but he comes even more effective when Will Levis gets loose there in the running game. And then downfield you have uh, at wide receiver, Nebraska transfer, Wandell Robinson. Robinson yep. Yeah, and he has uh, 94 catches um, on the season. So – He's the go-to guy. I mean, they make no secret about it. Um, Iowa's going to play their zone like they always do. But, man, you would have to think after what David Bell did to Iowa earlier this season in, in, in Iowa City, you're going to have to shade Jack Kerner, the, the free safety, to whatever side that uh, uh, Wondell Robinson's running his route on. But 
the key matchup is Iowa's linebackers against Will Levis. Um, if they can make him and turn him into a drop back, back, drop back passer, um, they'll have success here. This is going to be a low, low scoring grinder game. And, uh, you know, it, it'll, I agree with you, it'll come down to turnovers. It's pretty much a wash defensively. Um, Kentucky runs a 3-4. Um, they check in at number 24 overall um, in defense in the country. And Iowa is currently number 15 in the country. So uh, great matchup all around. Uh, should be a great lead-in uh, to the Rose Bowl later that afternoon. So we, we talked earlier about, obviously, we want both teams to get wins in Orlando. We'll go back to the Iowa State-Clemson game, and we'll pick a winner, and we'll go to the Iowa game and pick a winner. Sounds good. Um, you know, obviously, both of us want our respected teams to win, but we're mm -hmm. going to put our, our actual, you know, bias aside and put our yeah. actual football knowledge um, to the test now. So mm -hmm. we'll start off with you, Marty. Mm -hmm. and. Mm -hmm. Clemson, I believe, at this point still is a one-and-a-half-point favorite Correct. against Iowa State. Yep. Who do you like in the matchup between the, the Tigers and the Cyclones? I like the Cyclones. Um, I just think there's so much transition going on um, inside the, the, you know, the coach's office with Clemson, with D.C. leaving and um, your offensive coordinator leaving. Um, that's hard to adjust to. And I just – you got an Iowa State team here that has a lot of pride. They lost some close games that – easily they could have won I just sense this is that moment where they put that stamp on the end of the season with a, a huge victory over Clemson and I mean you can go back uh, for the last five years and pretty much count on one hand how many losses Clemson has so I don't care what happened this year um, Clemson's always going to be Clemson they they just they continue to recruit well obviously they'll have some changes here um, in the coordinator positions, but the talent's still the talent. But I like Iowa State in this game. I'm going to take Iowa State uh, 21 and Clemson 17. All right. See, I, 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 we, we talked earlier about both defenses showing up and playing good ball, mm -hmm. um, and we threw some defensive stats out there. As much of a defensive game as I want this to be, mm -hmm. um, I feel like it's going to be a bend but don't break for both defenses. You know, honestly – Clemson, besides the the Georgia team, which really is more of a defensive minded team, yeah. this might be the best offense Georgia or that Clemson has seen all year. Yeah. Um. If if we get if Iowa State we if Iowa State gets the ball moving and Drill Brock has a productive game, if he can rush for eighty five or so yards, mm -hmm. they get the play action going. Purdy's got the Purdy pump going. Yep. This game's going to start to get some points on it. And and. Iowa State's defense has been good in the second half of games. Mm -hmm. First half, they've been – it's been a war of attrition. This game can get out to a bit of a, a scamper or hurry. Mm -hmm. um, I think, you know, early first two quarters, 21 points are scored by each team. Mm -hmm. And I got a final going 28-35, but I do like the Cyclones. I like the Cyclones by a touchdown. I think, uh, you know, this the, the veteran leadership, this, this senior class is going to do everything they can to go out one last time. I know there are a couple seniors coming back um, for their super senior year, but yep. uh, just the the core that this team has had, and it's just it's not that you are like any. It's not that the Clemson guys are going to want to let you know Sweeney down, but I just feel like there's just a more collective unit in in Ames and what Matt Campbell has, and maybe it's me just being a homer and wanting Iowa State to win, but I think it's going to be a little bit more high scoring than people think. Mm -hmm. But Iowa State still gets the victory. Nice, I like it. 
Um, and then we'll uh, we'll go ahead and chat about the Citrus Bowl here. Obviously, you know, I kind of laid everything out as far as Kentucky goes. Uh, they're, a, they're a very good, they're a solid team. Uh, the Will Levis, again, is the key for me. Um, and it's going to watch the turnovers. Um, I just feel like I was going to force one or two key turnovers. That could be um, the ebb and flow of the game right there that changes everything. Um, both punters are pretty good. Uh, both field goal kickers are pretty good, pretty dependable. So special teams, um, kind of a wash, but it's that stat and turnover margin. You you got Iowa at number two in the country and Kentucky at number 126. I think at some point they're going to put the ball – they're going to give the ball up inside their own 40, and Iowa will be able to take advantage of it. Uh, again, this is going to be a slobber knocker, um, uh, really, you know, run-oriented uh, possession-type game. And I look uh, for Iowa um, to come out on top here. I like Iowa 24 and Kentucky 20. All right. So you talk about the, the turnover margin. Kentucky on the year – has six interceptions, which is, you know, normally isn't bad. Mm-hmm. But when you talk about a team that's that likes to feed off of turnovers and work well off of turnovers, you go to Iowa and they have 24. Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh, it's it's no disparity. That's that's a fourth of the turnovers. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, you have a fourth of the turnovers that Iowa has, and now if you're if you're a Kentucky fan. If Iowa gives you a turnover, you have to score off of those because yeah, more than likely your offense, as well as they can play, Iowa's going to lull them to sleep, play the zone like you said, force mm-hmm. Levis to, to fit it into windows where he really shouldn't. You're going to get deflected passes at the line of scrimmage, everything that Iowa has fed off of all year, and you're going to turn the ball over. It's just going to happen. I think, you know, if, we're, if you're coaching on the offensive side of the ball or even the head coach at Kentucky, you're going to be like, we might not win the turnover battle, but when we turn the ball over, mm-hmm. our defense needs to step up and make those turnovers not turn into points because that's what I was uh, fed off of all year. I like this game to be almost in the opposite direction of the Iowa State-Clemson game. I think mm-hmm. this is going to be a defensive slugout. You're going to see a lot of uh, – it's going to almost have the feel, I think, of almost exactly like that Penn State game did mm-hmm. where Penn mm-hmm. State kind of comes out a little bit early. Iowa chips their way back in. I'm not mm-hmm. saying an injury or anything is going to happen, yeah. but Iowa has enough fight and willpower to get back into it. The thing that scares me is not having your um, cowbell running back yeah. and, and Goodson. And, you know, mm-hmm. you talked about Kelly Martin and Williams and some of these other running backs that, that are going to need to step up. I want to see some of these receivers step up because, on you know, being Ferentz and all, you're going to have to switch up your game plan a little bit. I mean, yeah. you're, you're taking off 1,100 yards on the season. You know, he was a, a good back out of the backfield that caught some passes. So yeah. you, that the whole dynamic of your game is gone. Yeah. So you're going to have to you – know, all of a sudden, you're, you're all in Bruce's, your you're go-to guy in the receiving category, and Sam Laporta, the big tight end. Right gonna have to see a lot of him you're gonna have to throw some trickeration out i know there's probably some Mm -hmm. speedier freshman back our freshman receivers that we haven't seen some big play guys i don't put away the 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 maybe trick play late in the third quarter that gets kentucky's defense riled up you know ferentz will have his guys ready and, Mm -hmm. and they'll be good to go i think it's going to be a game around the the same way probably like a 17 21 game yeah but late turnover is key, and I got to give this one to the Hawks. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm with you. I think 
both of them are going to drag each other into the fourth quarter and may the best man win. So uh, mano y mano, we'll see how it turns out. Um, but uh, great breakdown, and uh, we wish the Cyclones well. We've got some local kids uh, suited up at Iowa State in the Cheez-It Bowl and some uh, local kids uh, there in Orlando for the Citrus Bowl on the Hawkeye side. So uh, during the offseason, we're going to do um, our due diligence and catch up with them, uh, have them in on the podcast and uh, discuss their progress inside the program and you know what their future looks like next fall potentially. So, uh, for Marty Millard, for... For, for Marty Millard, I'm Mitch <laughs> McCumber. I feel like you've done it a, a hundred times, but... No, we're, we're, we're... Marty's getting tongue-tied because he's sad to see the college football season go, come to an end, and we do have college hoops to talk about, you know, in uh, next podcast. You know, Iowa State's playing extremely well. Iowa's playing some good ball. We're going to get more into to conference play as it starts, but uh, he's just... You can't see him right now, but he's, he's very, very <laughs> emotional about his Hawks and Cyclones playing their last games of the season. But we will catch you guys next time. Thanks again for Mardo's Brewery being our, our new sponsor. Like Marty said, go check them out. Great beer, great appetizers, great food, and great t place to watch both these bowl games. We will talk to you guys next time. Peace out. Peace out.